0: Let's read Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us and let us run Mm -hmm. with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author of, and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. 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 Precious Lord, thank you. Thank you for enduring the cross. Thank you for despising the shame. And most of all, thank you, Father God, for rising from the grave and sitting. Work completed at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Amen. So we call it passion. And and passion, we start talking about passion. Somebody say, well, what does passion really mean? Passion is energy. Passion could be anger. Passion could be hatred. Passion could be good and bad. But passion is a force. It's something that drives us. It's something that moves us. It's something that gives us determination. When when I hear Jake, and y'all know I use that verse a lot, 2 Corinthians 2, where Paul Paul said, I was determined not to know anything among you, yet Jesus Christ and him crucified, that's passion. Passion is determination. Passion, Passion leads to greatness. You can't be great At anything without passion. Working in corrections for over 30 years. I've talked to great criminals. Murderers who would talk to me about how many people they murdered. And how they would plan it all out. And, 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 And they were passionate about it. Passionate about it. Jesus was passionate about getting to the cross. That's why we celebrate it. it, It's nothing to be, it's nothing to cry about. It's nothing to agonize about. It's it's a part of the movie, The Passion of the Cross, that that was sort of foreign to me. Because Mary knew what he came to do. The angel told, him, told Mary what, what was going to happen to him. And the Bible said, and Mary pondered those things. Okay? I, I've, I've said over the years, coming, coming to church has become like, you, you know, it's like going to the club or going to a center. going to, You know, it's set it up to have fun. Me and Krina had this conversation just a few days ago. You know, a lot of it's just fun. And we don't teach our children, we don't teach our children that that to be a Christian, you gotta be tough. Say, now look over here at Justin. He already know. You gonna stand for God in a public school and go in there and and say, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Among all them folks that don't care nothing about God. Listen, Most kids don't do it because they ain't tough enough to do it. Amen. They not learn enough to do it. Same with honesty. If honesty was to go to the school and say, "You know what? I'm a woman of God. I'm a child of God." Up in this school, got to be tough. Amen. We turn Christianity into something. You know. Well, you know, I'm a Christian and I'm soft and I'm like a, 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 a marshmallow. Okay. No, 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 no. It gotta be tough to do this. Amen. I, I, I was saying earlier. You know, the, the church ought to be like a, a army garrison. Everybody know what an army garrison is? It's where the, where's where the soldiers meet at. They train there. They work out there. They lift weights. They run. They do all the tests, and then they get instructions on how to deal with the enemy. A lot of churches, we just come to have a good time, see everybody and, and see what everybody's wearing. See who we got a new car and you know, all this kind of stuff. But we ought to be in here getting ready for war. Somebody say, What is it good for? Passion week. Let's look at this verse. What a, what a, what a fascinating verse. Look at this verse. See, what, see if you see what I see. I know some of, you, some of you have already, but I'm just going, I really want to concentrate. let me read it all, let me read it all again and go, go through it because I have so much and I'm not going to cover it all. Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. What was he just talking, what was he talking about? In, in, in Hebrews chapter 11, he's talking about all the great heroes of the faith. What do they all have in common? They all suffered. They all struggled. They all, they all died believing. Okay? And now they're, they're, they're looking down on on these Hebrews who, who because of their faith and because they're being challenged by the Jewish, the Jewish, the Jewish believers to come back to Judaism, they're, they're starting to buckle a little bit. Anybody here buckling any? Because the world wants you back. Satan ain't never giving up on you. Satan ain't never going to tell you, you know, well, go ahead on and serve God. I won't bother you. You're never going to hear that. You're never going to hear that. You're going to sit here. You, if you hear that, you, it's, it's, it's not coming from Satan. OK, Satan going to bother you to the day you leave this earth. Mm-hmm. He's not leaving your side. You're not gonna serve Satan all your life, and then on the day that you die, he'll just disappear, allow you know the church to come in and minister you in the heaven. Amen. 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 Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed, surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Watch what he says. Let us lay aside every weight. And sin which do so easily beset us. I man, Cindy was talking about talking about this yesterday. You know, some folks have so much drama. It's hard to serve God when your life is full of drama and stuff. Okay? Amen. And everybody calling you and everybody needs you. No man, listen. I ran track. I was fast. I ran a 440 yard dash back in the day. They
1: called it the 400
0: meters down. Let me tell you something. I had my sweatsuit on. But when I got ready to run, guess what you did? You took everything off because you wanted to be as light as possible. Now you go to a track meet, they almost run a naked. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost hard to go to anymore because it's like they run a naked. But 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 it's all designed for one. They want to take advantage of everything they can. They don't want to, they don't want nothing to hold them up. I, I had an afro back in the day. <laughs> oh you just come in here laughing. <laughs> I had a fro back in the day. And I lost a race. You know somebody told me you need to braid it up because it might because I, I lost by just a just a, I mean just a fraction. So I braided up, corn and I was faster. Amen. All right. Tie it down. <laughs> Real fast now. <laughs> <laughs> Let us. Yo, y'all, yo, now, the writer of Hebrews, I believe is Paul. Most theologians believe is Paul. But watch what he says here. And 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 I, and I like this. I like I see. I like Texas like this because it's so easy for me to preach because there's a lot of us's in it. Amen. So 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 Paul says about this about these mighty great cloud of witness, and then he says, "Let us lay aside every weight." Paul had to lay, lay aside some stuff. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know what Paul laid aside? Paul said, "I would love it. Hebrew of the Hebrews." Okay. Born under what tribe of Benjamin? A Pharisee. Paul had it going on, but when he got to the end of that verse, what did he say? He basically said, "I laid it all aside." He said, "I counted it all as dung," because he knew all that stuff wasn't going to do nothing but hinder him. Okay, and he could—you can't serve God and and too much stuff. It's hard. So Paul said, lay aside, let's, let's lay aside some stuff." Then he goes on and says, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. All of us got a race. All of us Amen. is in it. Okay. Amen. And we can make some decisions. If young, some of us have made decisions at a young ages. Okay. They are still troubling us. We make decisions. Young Justin, you ready to get into the age, 13, 14, 15, you can make decisions at 13, 14, 15 that will affect your life for the rest of your life. You got to pay attention. Get on care because I don't think she bring you here enough. But you want make decisions, you make a decisions now that's going to affect you. Columbus can talk to you about it. Jake can talk to you about it. I can talk to you about it. Who in here can? Who in here can? Amen. Amen. But well, let's get to verse 2. Cuz here's where we see passion. Passion to me, passion this is one of the great great verse cause. Passion to me is is what what drives a person. Jesus had passion. What was his passion? remember he was telling telling the disciples in mark chapter twelve he said i'm going up to Jerusalem. I like it see 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 Beth, one of the things I do with Jesus here he's not soft, he's not weak, he's not wimpy, he he's tough he's militant he's radical he he's a man's man Amen. Amen. and I don't worry about you you know, you know we, i'm not feminizing Jesus or the church Amen. Okay? He was a man's man. He said, I'm going up to Jerusalem, telling his disciples, and then when I get there, they're going to scourge me, spit on me, cuss me out, put a crown of thorns on my head. They're going to they gonna do all, everything they can, and then they're going to crucify me and put me in a grave. And what, is, what do you say? Finish that off. But on the third day. Like a boss. Like a boss. Like a boss, right? Like, but he said, they're going to do all that, but on the third day. Amen. That's some good stuff. See, I can follow Jesus. Because he just said, well, they're going to do all that to me, and, and, and I'm going to be crying, and it's going to be terrible. And, and when they put me in the ground, I'm not going to come. I'm not following that. Amen. Uh-uh. He said, they're going to do all that and more, and, and, and then on the third day, I'm going to rise. Watch what the text says. He said, look it under Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. What is faith? We, we, we hit it good this morning. What is faith? Believing and trusting and committing your life to the Lord. Okay? For by grace are you saved, how? Through faith. Somebody said this morning, faith activates grace. Faith activates grace and puts it in motion. Now, for you say by grace through faith. And who's the author of our faith? Who is that gift from God that Paul's talking about in Ephesians 2, 9, For if our grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself, it is a gift of God. Watch what Paul says here. This is why people think it might be Paul writing this, even though it doesn't say who the author of Hebrews is. But he said, who for, he said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith okay so if you save you're going to finish if you save now you're going to die saved alright if you save now you're going to die saved Amen. if you saved yeah. Amen. okay because if God save you he's going to finish the job Amen. you believe that Beth Ain't nobody saved and, and, and well, you know, I, I used to be a Christian. Did I talk about this with you guys last week? Ain't nobody used to be a Christian. You, you used to be a Christian, you are never a Christian. Everybody that's a Christian is going to die a Christian. I know that's right. Remember the kids who said, well, you know, I used to be a Christian, but now I'm a Muslim. No, you were never a Christian. So you can be a Muslim and stop being a Muslim, uh-huh. and you can be a Catholic and stop being a Catholic. Amen. They say we ain't practicing. I'm, I'm a Catholic, but I'm not practicing. Okay, every Christian is practicing. Oh mm-hmm. Ain't no such thing as non-practicing Christian. Well, I'm a Christian, but right now I'm just I'm sabbatical. You know, I'm not practicing right now. I'm drinking and getting high, and I'm just chasing the girls. Oh man! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Huh? I know that's not nice. I ain't nice. I'm not a nice preacher. I don't know if you. I'm not Rhonda. I'm not nice. You know I'm nice. Looking unto Jesus, the Author and the Finisher of our faith. Our faith. Our faith. Amen. Watch this. Who for the joy? Mm-hmm. For the joy. Where, where did the joy come from? Where would joy come from? Heading down the Via della Rosa. With a cross on your back. After being scorched, mocked, humiliated, spit on, crown of thorns on your head. Where does joy coming from? Mm-hmm. Oh, passion. The passion is coming from the fact that he is going to defeat death Amen. on the cross. And he's going to make a way for folks to be saved. Satan didn't want him going down this road. Satan didn't want him to die on the cross. What would have happened if he'd have said, You know what, I'm not going down on the cross? What would have happened if he said, You know what? I've gone too far with this when he's sweating great drops of blood in the garden of me. He said, You know what? I'm, I'm done. What hope would we have? We would have what? No hope. No hope. So the joy that 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 was set before him was us. Hallelujah. The joy that was set before him was the fact that now we have a way of salvation. Okay? He had to die. He was born to die. When when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, his name shall be Jesus. The Savior of the world. Okay? So he he endured the cross. And you're going to endure something. You if you sit in here and tell me that you serving and you worshiping and you praising the Lord and you giving them everything you got and you're not enduring anything, something ain't right. The word of God ain't right. Something wrong with the word of God. I you know why I know that because the Bible says in Psalms 37, 25, many are the afflictions of the righteous. And Paul said in 2 Timothy 2, he says, he said, all who desire to live godly in Christ shall suffer yeah. persecution. Right. That's the way it goes. Yeah. you ought to welcome some persecution. I'm not saying you ought, you, you know, you ought to pray for it, you know, persecute me, Lord, but the word of God says, Blessed are they. Blessed are ye when men She'll hate you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Nobody talks about them kind of blessings. Uh-huh. You know, when the blessings. When the blessings go up, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. They don't want hate coming down. They don't want, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard Jake praying the church is so comfortable with the world that you can't hardly tell the difference between the church and the world. Amen. That's spooky. Uh-huh. Jesus wasn't just passionate. He was compassionate, and I struggled with this, and I had to work my way through What's the difference between being compassionate and passion? How about that? Because we know our Savior was compassionate. He was compassionate, and I love that part about him. Because if he wasn't compassionate, guess what we would all be? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We'd be sitting on the side of the road with blind Bartimaeus. Amen. he'd be still sitting there because jesus was compassionate okay what about the leper here's one here's one of my great stories in the bible mark one here's 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 the compassion of christ versus the passion of christ because i'm going to talk about Compassion a little bit more as I close out this sermon. But I want to talk about Jesus' compassion because he was compassionate. And compassion, what compassion does, it, it, it moves you. When I talk to you guys about Beth and, and, and Phil and Beth coming out to the prison, they were coming out because they were moved with compassion to come out there and be compassionate to them kids. Amen. To them young, young men, as we like to call them. Yeah. Okay? Compassion causes you to to react to a situation when somebody has a need. Yes. Okay, that's what can. Here, here's Jesus. Now he's walking past a leper camp. Now, now, nobody really walked past a leper camp. Around every leper camp would have been rocks, big rocks. They'd have had around the leper camp. So if a leper came approach you. You take one of them rocks, and the worst thing you could do is hit a leper in the head with a rock. You hit him in the ear with a rock, ear fall off. So a leper didn't want to get hit with a rock. Okay. Is that coming off funny? Really? Sylvia? We got company today. for it. Okay. So. Rhonda's over here, but, but here's a leper, and here, watch this now, and there came a leper, verse 141, chapter 140, and there came a leper, Now just for a leper to start moving, stuff start hurting, okay, and then the leper came, and the leper is beseeching him, that word, begging him, pleading with him, the leper had good sense. Just because you're sick and down and out don't mean you're going to have good sense. This leper knew that Jesus had the power to heal him. Okay? And, and, and now he's coming in faith. He's coming in faith. He's somebody that told him that, you know, that this man can heal. Now the leper came and beseeching him, kneeling down to him and saying unto him, he wasn't talking to nobody else. Nobody else in that crowd could do what Jesus did, could do. Okay? And the leper was saying unto him, Jesus, if thou will. Okay? He knew he could. He's saying, have what? Mercy on me. Okay? Show me some grace. I've showed you my faith. Show me some grace. Show me some mercy. And he said, "And if thou wilt, thou can's make me clean. Make me clean. Okay. He, he, he said, make me clean. Like 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 nothing. Like no leper has, leprosy has ever touched me. And what was he really saying to Jesus? What was he really saying to Jesus? He said, Jesus, I know you got all power. I know you, God, stepped out of heaven, and I know you can do anything. Okay? What's he showing there? Faith, Faith and a strong belief and a trust that this man can do anything. And, and and he caught Jesus' attention. Watch what happened. Watch this. This is fascinating to me. And Jesus moved. With compassion. How about that? Right, moved with compassion. Moved me, me by, by what this man had said to him. By, by seeing something that, that all Israel really didn't see. There were people that knew Jesus had, could do this, but they, they had no faith. This man was showing the faith that, that, that the Pharisees and the Sadducees and, and all them should have had. And it moved Jesus. And he moved with compassion. And watch what he does. He put forth his hand. And did the unthinkable. Amen. Did the unthinkable. Amen. And touched him. Amen. How about that? Yeah. And touched him. Yeah. Say folk running around here today don't touch nobody. Right. Amen. Scared everybody. Amen. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. You, you might have the corona. Yeah. <laughs> you got the coronavirus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And touched him. Watch what he says. And said unto him, I will be thou clean. Let, 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 me, let me see if I have one more, one more example of Jesus' compassion. And I want to talk about, I want to talk about passion because I think we need it. I think we I think we 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 need more passion. And when I say passion, I mean more more fire. Amen. More fire in the gut. Amen. More fire in the gut. You know? Here, here's, here's the one. Here's the one I like. Here's the blind man, blind Bartimaeus. Let me let me let me let me share this with you. And they came to they came to Jericho. Mark ten forty six. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard, there's our word. Heard, understood knew for sure, he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. The real Jesus. The right Jesus. The only Jesus that could open up blind eyes. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, watch what he says. He began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him like they would charge you that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal, passion. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Okay? What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? The Bible said Jesus stood still, stopped in his tracks. Okay? Because somebody. Recognized him as who he was, and he stopped in his tracks. The Bible said he stood still and commanded him to be called, to be called. And they then they called a blind man, saying unto him, "Be a good comfort, rise." He calleth thee. Our calls, our calls, have the same way. You you know, your call to Christianity should line up with one of these calls. You was either a leper, blind Bartimaeus, prodigal son, you was a Samaritan on the ground, just got your head knocked off and robbed of your Nikes. <laughs> and you needed something from the Lord. Amen. Only the Lord can save you. Yeah. Salvation is found. How, how does it, how does Paul say in Acts 4 12? There is none, none other name under heaven. Whereby a man what? Must be saved. Let's talk about Paul. Y'all, know, y'all, y'all, y'all were thinking, is this, can he preach a sermon without talking about Paul? Nope. Never happened. Never happened. Because I love Paul. Okay? When I see Jesus, I'm going to want to see Paul. I'm going to say, I'm going to see Jesus first, and I'm going to see Paul. Okay? That's, that's the order. And then y'all know who's third, right? I want to see Jonah and them sailors. I'm going to see Jonah and them sailors because they got to they answer some questions. Okay, Beth, that's a church joke. That's a church story. I'll share it with you later. Um, here's Paul talking about passion. Now, it can be misguided. You can have passion for some stuff that you shouldn't have passion for. Amen. Okay? Let me say that again. You can have passion for stuff that will mess your world up. Amen. Okay? I, I, I listen. Ephesians five eighteen. Watch what it says. Watch what it says. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess. Okay. But be filled with the Spirit. Amen. What's Paul talking about? Don't just think he's talking about wine. There's a whole lot of other things that you can get drunk with. Amen. Okay. Paul says in, in Romans 12, you can, you can, you can, you, your passions can get out of line. Watch this. Paul had to warn the Romans, the Roman Christian. He says, I beseech you, Romans 12, 1. Y'all know this verse. He had to warn them. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Watch this. That you present your bodies and your desires and your passions. That you present your bodies a what? Living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your. Okay. Must have had a problem there. Paul had to address it. Amen. Okay. But let's talk about Paul. I said this this morning. Paul wasn't no Easter Bunny Christian. Amen. Okay, I think we got a lot of Easter Bunny Christians. See, Easter, They just hop, 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 hop all around and they don't, they, they don't have any, any convictions. Okay, don't have a desire for the things of God. Let me, let me say this. If you're a Christian and you have no passion for the things of God, you have no passion, let me say this, let me say this and make this clear. If you're a Christian and you don't have any passion for the things of God, be careful Enough. with that. Okay? Enough. Next week, next week we'll say, let a man examine himself. Make sure that he's in the faith. Because God doesn't save anybody and not fill with passion. Amen. Okay? Whatever, whatever that means to whoever needs to hear but when Paul got saved think about this it made him take a real good look at who he was that's the first thing to happen when you get saved if you're saved you're going to have to take a real hard look at who you were Amen. what you mean pastor here's Paul Testimony. Y'all know this stuff. Paul says, who was before 1 Timothy 1.13, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and an injurious. Watch this. But I, I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly and in unbelief. Paul had to take a real hard look at his life and who he was. Every Christian does that. Okay? One of our our favorite verses here it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. See, see, a lot of preachers, a lot of preachers won't preach like this because they want you to come back. We you know we, we we got a budget and we you know we need you to come back so I'm not gonna confront you I'm not gonna challenge you and and in and, 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 and essence what you do when you don't confront error you really become a false teacher. Okay? Because I had to be confronted, I had to be called out, I had to be checked, okay. And, and when I teach like this and preach like this, it just, it's just keeps me on a straight and narrow. Amen. Okay? Because I'm a man just like you, Columbus. Just like Jake. Just like Phil. Just like Justin. We all, we all have to deal with some stuff. Amen. Okay? Amen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, what is he? A new creature. All things have passed away. Or are passing away, and, and all of us in here, all the men I just named, still we still dealing with stuff. Okay, we still battling with stuff. Sins of what omission and commission. Folks don't want to hear. Well, you know, you can't talk to them like that. I'm, I'm gonna talk to them like that. Amen. You know, these kids, you know, don't say nothing to them. There's nothing wrong with. It. Listen, there's a lot wrong with it. And if they're going to get saved, they got to be called out. they got to be confronted. Then they have a chance to make a decision. Well, you know what? I don't don't want to hear that. I'm going to do it my way. Okay? When God calls you, when God calls you and God saves you and God gives you the faith to believe, you have a new appreciation of Calvary. Think about it. You have a new appreciation of Calvary. Let me say that one more time. You have a new appreciation of Calvary. It ain't just Easter eggs. And Easter egg hunt. And having a ham. Um, what else we do? For coloring eggs. And I'm not saying none of that's bad. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying none of that's bad. But it has its place. And the most important thing is one. We understand what happened on Calvary. We understand what happened on Calvary. Look at Galatians two and twenty. Here's Paul. Now this is the new Paul. I didn't say Paul. I said the new Paul. Okay, two twenty. Watch this? Paul says, "I am crucified with Christ." This is a new Paul. What's your testimony? He said, "I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live." Yet not I. Uh-oh. Sorry about that. Nevertheless, not I. Watch this, the new Christian. With a new appreciation for Calvary. Paul says, But Christ liveth in me. Amen. Now, now for him to say that, and for you to say that, for me to say that, and to, to some to some unbelievers, guess what they're gonna do? They gonna watch you like a hawk. Oh, yeah. Know what you done said? You done said? You done said, Ronnie? You done told some so unsaved folks that Christ lived in me. Mm-hmm. That's gonna change the way you think. Amen. That's gonna change the way you talk. That's gonna change the way you behave. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a game changer. Amen. Okay. Then he then he went on to say, Nevertheless, I live yet Christ. Christ liveth in me in the life which I now live in the flesh. I live, here we go, Margaret, by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Who loved me. Jesus loved us. Okay? He loved us. Jesus, the Bible says, God so loved us that he gave his only begotten Son. That whosoever Believing is in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let me let me put up. Now that I said that, and 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 we stunk, we stunk to the high heavens. Okay, we once hated Jesus. Should I just speak for myself? When I was unsaved, I didn't want to be bothered with no Christians. I did want to be. I I'd walk all around the plant just to avoid them that would have came to the prison when I was in there, in the prison of my sins. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Amen. I'm doing it my way. Uh-huh. Amen. And they ran into that kind of stuff. There would be people in the um, there would be kids up there, they wouldn't have nothing to do with it. They would just disrupt the whole thing just to blow it up. That would have been me. But with that said, watch what Paul says. He says, He says, Nevertheless I live, yet not I that the old me gone he said but Christ liveth in me if Christ liveth in you guess what's happening he running the show Amen. Amen. he running the show you're not doing what you want to do anymore Amen. you ain't going where you used to go you ain't talking like you used to talk you ain't acting like you used to act why because you have the power of God living in you Amen. you gotta be better You you gotta be the best kid in the school. You gotta be the best fireman. You gotta be the best neighbors. Sylvie gotta be the best caretaker where there is. And the boss walks past your your station where you're at work, Jeremy. There's a man of God. Yes, yes. Watch him. But if they see you on the phone talking and the press is running and parts getting tore all (laughs) up, Lying down cause oh, the man of God and the line is down cause the man of God ain't paying attention. Amen. <laughs> Keep calling me that. I, I just have that. You know, I, I, sit, here when, I sit here with I sit here with my with my chaplains that work with me and I'm sitting here like you chaplains, you don't get no days off. Uh-huh. Amen. I mean, they, Jacob Fireman. They called him last. We got a fire around the corner. We pray for that church that caught on fire, but he had to go. amen. Yes. Yes. Now I'm on call. Nobody want to be on call. None of the chap... Oh, don't want to be on call. What kind of chaplain don't want to be on call? Uh-huh. I'm sitting here with these guys, and I'm sitting here like, seriously? Amen. You're a chaplain. You always on call. Yes. Watch. He gave himself Let me back up I I have to read this in context Because if you miss this You you can't miss this Look at that word me on the end I'm going to give you an advance on what I'm about to go Where I'm going to go with this Watch what Paul says. says He says I live by the faith of the son of God That's some powerful stuff Who loved me and gave himself for me. Know what he's saying? This is personal. Amen. Now Paul is a preacher that used the word us a lot. Amen. But here he's saying your relationship with God is not based on my relationship with God. Okay? Okay? Cindy's relationship with God is not based on mine. I, I, I can't get up there and say, let my wife in. We've been married a long time. Mm-hmm. She has to have a personal relationship with him. Amen. Paul said, He gave Himself for me. For me. For me. Paul i'm gonna I'm, I'm move I'm gonna I'm I'm close I'm gonna close see I, I got too much I got too much Paul was fired up amen you listen to Paul he's fired up that's why I love Paul because I like i like fired up stuff amen. I do i like fired up preachers i like i like fired up preachers i, I probably couldn't listen to those smooth talking <laughs> hey. I, Jesus here. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine Paul like that. Amen. You know, they just put Amen. Paul in jail. They, don't, they didn't put these smooth guys in jail. Amen. You know, watch this. Watch this. This might be the last one I use. 2 Corinthians 5.14. All the way through to verse 17. Now, now, now stay with me. Some of these verses I I just I just read them and 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 look at them and they're so powerful. Here's Paul in in, in 2 Corinthians 5 14. Watch what it says. Watch what it says. He says, for the love of Christ. Okay. When God saved Paul, Paul fell in love with Jesus. Amen. Okay. And if you truly saved, you're gonna be in love with Jesus. There's not not a whole lot of wiggle room. There's not a whole lot of difference between Paul and us. Okay? But Paul fell in love with Jesus. Now watch what he says. He said, for the love of Christ constraineth us. Okay? That that word, word restraineth us, or constraineth us, it, 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 it just holds us. Okay, it keeps us It guides us It's, it's just like where we go And and, and only going to do Jake got to do what that captain do No matter he liked the captain or not The captain say, Jake, you got to do this You got to do it mm-hmm. If you in an army And if you in an army And you just a, 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 a soldier And a sergeant or a lieutenant or whatever Come and tell you what to do Yes, sir mm-hmm. That's it You're not going to sit there and argue with them. I don't think that's the way to do it. I'm the the captain. Okay? So Paul says, for the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all and they which should not Excuse me, and they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. Okay, They do no such a renegade Christian. You gonna do what the Word of God says? That Word of God is gonna guide you and direct you. And when you get in trouble with something, when you got an issue with something, you got a you got a, a problem with something, go to the Word of God. go to the Word of God. They, what does the Word of God say about this? What does the Word of God say about this? You think, oh, I, you know what? I'm tired of this relationship. I'm going to get a divorce. What does the word of God say about that, Jeremy? I had to put somebody on frustration. <laughs> Here's what it says Husbands, love your wives as Jesus Christ loved the church. He died for it. How about that? There's your answer. So go back in the corner and pow. <laughs> you stuck. Amen. How was that, Rodney? Was that nice? <laughs> That's what the Word of God says. See, see, if Jeremy came to me or Jake came to me, Clumps came to me. Phil say, "Hey man, you know Beth came on my nurse. Talk so much." <laughs> I say, Phil, listen. Love your wife. <laughs> Like Christ loved the church. He died for it. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> don't call me about this no more. That's just it. Yeah. See, we we try to get so deep with it. You know, I had brother, oh man, you don't know what that means, you know. No, I know what it means. I know what it says. Yeah. It said, Love your husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. How deep is that? Amen. Yeah. Here's what Christ did for the church. Amen. stressed him wide put the nails in him shed his blood that's what he did for the church Amen. okay so that's marriage counseling 101 for me it's, it's so easy let me get to my verse I'm, I'm, I'm going to close just, therefore verse 17 And I know we covered this already, but it's worth covering again. If any man be in Christ, in Christ, controlled by Christ, filled with the Spirit of God, empowered by the Spirit of God, led by the Spirit of God, he's a new creature. Absolutely, he's a new creature. Because who was we filled with before? Who do we? Who was leading us before we came to the Lord? Uh The Bible says we serve sin. Amen. Okay. So now when we come to, to the Lord, we, we are new creatures. Old things have passed away. Okay. Behold. Look at me now. Okay? All things have become new. And all things. Here we go. For the believer. For the believer. And all things are of God. Stop it right there. Got a problem? Believer? Believer? This, this book don't apply to unsaved folks. That's why I say here say, you do you unsaved, you don't care nothing about the things of God. Do your thing. Okay? But the word of God is written for the people of God. It's our, it's our playbook. Amen. Okay? It ain't no sense that you go out and buy a new car. Say you go out and buy a new car, you go out and buy a new Ford. Then, you, then you, you start having some problems with the Ford and you go in the glove box and open it up and you get the manual out and it's to a Chevy. <laughs> Ain't going to help you none. Ain't going to help you none. See, this is written for the people of God and Paul says all things are of God. Mm-hmm. All things are of God. Ain't no wiggle room. Is there a question anybody in here can ask that cannot be answered by the word of God? Think about that. Think about that. There's not a question that you can bring into God that he's not already answered. If, if, If that was the case, he wouldn't have canonized the Bible. He wouldn't have closed. He would still be writing it. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Ain't nothing new under the sun. There's nothing happening today in this world that's not already written. Prophesies. okay. All things are of God. Watch this. Who have reconciled us to Himself by whom? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that He reconciled us that believed in Jesus Christ unto Him. How about that? He reconciled us, brought us together. Cause so we was apart. We was apart. We was a miles apart. And when we accepted Jesus Christ as our late Lord and Savior, we were reconciled unto God. How about that? And have given us, and have given us, excuse me, and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Listen, I'm just going through, because Margaret. I got time left, Margaret? Oh, I love you. Margaret always give me an extra time out. Listen. Only because I think it's important. Okay? It's going to cost you something. All right? If your relationship with the Lord is not costing you, examine it. Pay attention to it. It's going to cost you something. How many here lost folks? Friends and relationships. Okay? Your walk on, your walk is going to challenge your relationships. Amen. Has to. Amen. Paul says in, in, in Philippians, and in, in, in he's talking to this church, the Philippians church, he loved this church in chapter 2, and I'm going to close with this one for sure. Watch what he says. Oh, what a fascinating, what a fascinating scriptures. Paul says, for it is 217, I'm sorry, 213. Paul says, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Okay? God works in us. As believers, God is working in us. Y'all may not not know it all the time, but God is constantly working in the life of the believer. Every day. He's working. He wants you to be stronger and stronger and stronger. He's working in you. What's he working to do? He says, he says this in 14. He said, do all things without murmuring and disputing. And yes, It worse than a murmur. Complaining all the time. That's what I hear. I hear people complaining all the time. Christians complaining all the time. Murmur, murmur, murmur. I like, I like, I like one, one song I listen to all the time. He said, People murmur, murmur, murmur. And Tadashi said, make war. We need to make war. We need to just take this passion that God has given us and make war with those issues in our lives. Amen. Make war with those relationships. I'm going to win this. Yes. I'm going to be victorious. That's the mindset of the believer. I'm going to be victorious. I'm going to endure to the end. I'm going to fight a good fight. I'm going to keep my faith. See, those are, well, this is battle cry. Yes. You, you, you got to be tough. You know, I don't hang around. I say, I don't hang around a lot of these pastors. I I just don't. I'm just gonna be straight up with you. I don't hang around a lot of pastors. They ain't tough enough for me. Amen. amen. They soft on some stuff. I don't hang. You can't. You you know. You can't do that. Amen. That man needs you. you, you, We don't want to. We don't want to offend the homosexual. That homosexual may come to church to be delivered. His problem is the same as the winehead, the drunkard, the drug addict, the adulterer, the fornicator, the man hooked on, on pornography. They got the same problem. They need to be born again. Amen. Amen. See, we don't want to hear it. I'm going to say it now because they're going to cancel us in a little while. <laughs> but they but see, everybody that's here at one time needed to be saved if you're not saved. Amen. Amen. Okay? Paul says, don't don't, don't murmur and complain about everything. Fight the good fight of faith. He says, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God. That's a powerful statement. The sons of God. Among whom we, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. How, holding forth the word of life, that you may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain. Neither labored in vain. Yea. And if I be offered. Upon the sacrifice. And service of your faith. Watch what Paul says. Same word Jesus used. I joy. I joy. Not only that Paul said. I joy and rejoice with you all. What's he saying I close. Remember when I started this conversation. And Jesus was going to the cross. And he says, he says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Paul said, if if me preaching and he would die in a Roman cell for preaching the gospel, he said it's worth it. If one person is saved and delivered by the preaching of the cross, it's worth it. How's your passion? How's your passion? How's your passion? Precious Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the church. Thank you for still being open to all of God. We can come in and worship yep. and praise you. Thank you for the people of God, Father God, that are listening on, on sermon audio, on Facebook. Thank you for this church. Thank you for seeing Tim, and Justin, Mary, Phil, and Beth. Thank you for visiting us. Not, not you guys, because you guys are members, but thank you. It's good to see the people of God. Amen. and none of us got it all together none of us got it all together none of us got it all together we need each other we need each other Father God thank you in Jesus name for the people of God amen amen let's all stand and we'll close with our closing benediction and song amen amen hey, fitting